Podcast. This show is all about helping lawn care and landscape professionals take your business to the next level. Get ready to ride along on our fall road tour powered by Toro, Jobber, Lawn Entrepreneur Academy, and Ballard Products. We are traveling the Midwest, talking with green industry leaders, discovering best practices and practical strategies to maximize profits. And now, here's your hosts, Paul Jamison and Naylor Taliaferro. All right, guys, we are here at Nickens Lawn and Landscape in Southern, where are we in Illinois? Southern? Freeburg, Central? Illinois. Freeburg, Illinois. And uh, Alex is getting married this Friday, so I deeply appreciate him taking the time to uh, join the Green Industry Podcast today. What's up, dude? Not a whole lot, man. Thanks for having me. Happy to be here, getting married in about 72 hours, but... Man, uh, 2.30 on a Friday. 2.30 on a Friday. All yeah. right, where are you guys getting married at? Just right down the street here in Freeburg at the okay. church. Cool. Yeah. That's exciting. Then where's the honeymoon? The honeymoon is not scheduled yet. With COVID, we weren't sure yeah. what we were going to do. And we actually contemplated delaying the wedding as well. But with all the planning and everything that was already set in stone, we decided to just roll through with it. We're a little bit uh, less people allowed than we were originally hoping, but it'll be it'll be good. And like I said, we just didn't want to go through schedule and everything again. So here we are and uh, we're going through with it, but the honeymoon will be a later a later date. We're not really sure when or where we're going to do that yet. And you told me you're taking 17 days off to hang out with your bride. So, and you've never done that before. So how in the world are you able to pull that off? Yeah, I don't know exactly what that number is going to be, but it's definitely going to be the most time I've ever taken off since I started my business. Um, I'm very fortunate. I'm in a great spot. I got three good guys that can keep doing their thing. And uh, we got jobber with us so I can schedule everything that's already all set in stone, ready to go. So uh, it's going to be a nice, nice time off and it's going to be great to spend it with my, my new wife. So I'm definitely looking forward to that. Awesome. So tell us the story, man. How did this whole operation start? When did it start? How did it start? What was the humble beginnings? Uh, well, it was 2012. I had previously worked for a landscape company. And I actually, while I was working for that company, I was on my way to work one morning and I broke my leg. And I ended up being laid up for about six months. During that time, I decided I wanted to go back to college. Uh-huh. So at that time, my landscaping career kind of ended temporarily. But whenever I started going to school, I was playing hockey, going to school, trying to get, you know, my bachelor's degree. And I realized I needed to make some money and yeah. I had a little bit saved up, but that ran out quickly as it does for all 20 year olds. Yeah. But, uh, I realized I needed to do something. So I started mowing a little bit on the side, doing a few landscape jobs here and there, trimming some bushes, doing a little bit of mulch. And one thing led to another. And then uh, by my third year in college, I was pretty much either 
turning down a bunch of work and some pretty good contracts or I was going to mm. quit school. Mm -hmm. So it was kind of a crappy decision to have to make. I was three yeah. years in, I wanted to finish, but I also wanted to keep running with my business and I was having a great time doing it. I've always enjoyed being outside. So I wanted to, to pursue that and I wanted to push it. And I talked to my mom and uh, she wasn't exactly for it, but she said she knew what I was, you know, the income I was making and yeah. the opportunities I had in front of me. And uh, she just basically told me to do what I thought was right. And I dropped out of school with only a year to go and haven't looked back since then. That was five years ago now. And here we are sitting in a shop that I probably never thought I would have. And a pretty, pretty cool space here now. And I think what I've built is what I always wanted to build and kind of what I always had my heart set on what I knew I was going to build. But uh, it's, it's hard to do that during the journey when people are, you know. Yeah. When did you guys move into this awesome place? Uh, we've been here for a little bit over two years now. Yep. It, okay. In April, it'll be three years. This so is about two and a half. Yeah. This is really impressive. And you have three full-time employees now? Yep. Three full-time guys. And what kind of services are you offering uh, this year? Pretty much everything. Our lawn care has really downsized. We're only mowing a couple days a week. I've got two guys that go out and mow two days a week. Was that intentional to downsize the lawn maintenance? Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, when I say downsize, five years ago, we were mowing five days a week. Okay. So, and that was just part of the building, part of the journey uh, to get to where I wanted to be. But uh, now we're more servicing full service type clients or mm -hmm. commercial type clients where it comes with, you know, all the A's and B's and all, all the bells and whistles, basically. Mm -hmm. uh, it's kind of what we're looking for, not just lawn care, but lawn care and everything else that this person either doesn't want to or doesn't have the ability to take care of. So not just commercial, but it, it's a little bit of both. But then, uh, so those guys are doing that two days a week. And then my brother and I are landscaping five days a week. So that's awesome. And then those guys, when they're done mowing those two days, they come and landscape with us for their and three. You do hardscaping, excavating, and the landscape installs? Yep, we do. Uh, I would say majority of what we do on our landscape side would be landscaping and hardscaping, building retaining walls, patios, fire pits. But most of that, it's, it's kind of both. You know, most of those jobs, you're doing a little bit of grading, a little bit of drainage, you know, light excavation for the patio and all that stuff. So that's what we're doing day in and day out. Yeah. So what's been the equipment accusation? I'm sure you had lawnmowers five years ago and now you got all kind of um, pieces of equipment to make your operation efficient. I'm looking at your shop and I'm sure there's most of it's with the guys out in the field right now. So what'd you start with and what do you have now? Uh, I started with an S10 pickup truck, a push mower, and a weed eater. But yeah, whenever we started out the first You just few, put everything in the bed of the truck with oh, ramps yeah. or what? Yep. Okay. Didn't even have ramps. I just muscled that motor. Oh, out man. That. that was 2013? Uh, 12. Okay. Those yeah. hockey muscles just <laughs> put it in the bed yeah. of the truck. Yep. Threw that thing in there. But uh, yeah, that's what we started with. And the first, I would say, three or four years was mainly geared towards maintenance equipment being uh -huh. mowers, hedge trimmers, little chainsaws. I bought my first uh, leaf loader in those days and just, you know, open trailers and, and things like that. And then it slowly evolved to dump trucks, dump trailers, got my first skid steer. Uh, I think that was 2016 or 2017. And then we got an excavator and then we got a mini skid steer. And, and now we've got three dump trucks, a pickup truck, a dump trailer, a flatbed trailer, 
trying to think enclosed trailer open trailer so four trucks four trailers two skid steers an excavator still got all the mowers and all that stuff and in so. a huge spacious shop to house everything so yep. do the guys meet here every morning or what's the yep so we okay. meet here every morning in the summertime well uh, i would say spring and fall is seven o'clock and when it starts getting hot so late spring through summertime we're doing six o'clock okay and then where when i was driving here it's just like fields or i don't know what it is cornfields or yep. Corn so where beans. in the world are all these customers at man wait where's alex making his money <laughs> yep yep i've gotten that a lot believe it or not but so where we're at right now is a town of about 4500 people okay and then this is where i grew up i went to grade school high school here and as everyone listening that grew up in a town of 4500 people you know how that goes you know pretty much everyone so that's what's been really good for us is that I grew up here. I know, you know, if I don't know them, I know their grandson or, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Some way, somehow I I know pretty much everybody. And then you go that way about five minutes, which is actually where I live now. And there's another town of 3000 people. Okay. And I know a good chunk of those people just because it's two small towns right next to each other. And then you go this way and there's another town of 4000 people. And then right beyond that is another town of 4000 people. And through the connections and through Facebook and everything else. And then you go up a little bit north, which is probably where you came through, Belleville, mm-hmm. Illinois. Yeah. That's a much bigger town, but we don't go up that way, really. Okay. We've got about four or five towns that are, uh, uh, Mascoot over here has probably got 7,000 people. So between these, you know, five little towns, we just stay slammed all year. And it's basically all word of mouth. Now that we have the shop, we've got a little presence here on the highway, yeah. which is a great location for that. Very fortunate and thankful for that. But before this, it was pretty much yard signs, word of mouth, and Facebook. I've never spent a lot of money on anything. I had Brian Ring build my website, and that's pretty much the most I've ever spent on legitimate, you know, marketing advertising. Yeah. So um, we've been very lucky, but at the same time, there's not a lot of landscape companies around here. And the ones that are, no offense to them, but they're not doing what we're doing. Mm-hmm. So the quality of our work and the craftsmanship that we take and, and the detail that we you know, install or the detail that we discuss in the initial visit with the customer is stuff that our, a lot of our competition around here doesn't even bring up. So I think we're just setting ourselves apart. And with this shop, you know, there's never been a landscape company in any of these towns that had a, you know, a, a road front presence like this. So I think we're just setting ourselves apart, but it's more or less whenever people want big projects done, they Uh know who to call. Yeah, You know what I mean? They know where we're at. They know what we do. I've been posting on Facebook steadily since I started my business eight years ago. And it's, you know, it's a snowball effect, as you know. So absolutely. We're going to kick it back to the producer, Mr. Producer Marty, back in the studio in the ATL. And uh, we'll have more from Alex Nickens coming right up. Big time congrats to Alex on his upcoming marriage. How exciting. Even my wife, Martha, who stopped by the studio and heard me working on the podcast since her congratulations as well. She actually wanted to, to jump in the show and give some marriage advice to you guys. So I let her sit down uh, behind the microphone, say her spiel, but somehow the record button wasn't hit. You can thank me later. Hey friends, Paul here, and we want to give a shout out to our sponsor, Jobber. From the quote request to the moment you are paid, Jobber brings everything together to make the entire job and customer experience seamless. One of my favorite features of Jobber is the ability to store my customer's card on file. Jobber makes it easy to get paid through their invoicing and online payments. To get started, just head over to getjobber.com to start your free 14-day trial. 
Mallard Innovative Products is a full line of gear for the lawn and landscape professional. From mower gear, safety gear, trailer racks, equipment securement, equipment servicing tools, aerators, mower blades, and much more to make you efficient, effective, safe, and profitable in the field. Be sure to check out the Catch Pro Aluminum Bagger and the Ballard Blades and X-Blade combination to dominate this fall. With over 20 years of selling accessories and 30 years in the business, we're sure we've got something you can't live without. Use coupon code FALLTOUR at ballard-inc.com to save 10% off anything on the website during the month of October. That's ballard-inc.com, promo code FALLTOUR, and the link will be in the show description. It's the Green Industry Podcast Fall Road Tour. Once again, here's your host, Paul Jamison. Back here with Alex. By the time you guys hear this podcast, he is officially married. I appreciate him taking the time right before his wedding to uh, hang out with us on the Green Industry Podcast. And he's telling us his story. And uh, there's only 4,500 people in this town, but you got 34,000 or so people following you on Instagram and that uh, you're all over social media. So, how did you get started uh, creating content? for your business and putting it on social media? What was your reasoning and how did you get it to be so successful? So initially that all started through Facebook. Uh, Like I said, posting my original post, just trying to get word out that I was doing services basically. Uh, And then one thing led to another and, you know, Facebook was doing really well for me. So I started looking into that. I would go on YouTube and type in how to advertise on Facebook. Yeah. And by doing that stuff, and I did that for a long time. And then I would, you know, stumble across occasionally a lawn care video on YouTube. So if you guys would do a, a job, you would just take a picture like before and after and throw it up on Facebook and people in the area is like, oh, Alex does landscaping. And it, it's they start calling you or messaging you. Can you come do our property? Give us a quote. Yep. Basically before and afters was what I stuck to all the time. And they worked out really, really well for us. It gives a quick shot of exactly what you can do and what you're capable of. Um, and yeah, whenever I you know, I would share it on my personal page. I started my business page right away when I started the business in 2012. So I was posting on a business page, but I had zero followers. Mm -hmm. So I would share it on my personal page. I would text my buddies, Hey, if you guys can share this, you know, please do. Yeah. And you know, again, kind of like a snowball effect there, but, um, I guess it was kind of a transition from Facebook and trying to learn how to advertise that. And I accidentally stumbled upon some things on YouTube and I was like, Hey, this is awesome. You know, this is great. What I, were the first videos that caught your attention on YouTube? Uh, geek to freak was definitely All right. one of the first well, shout out to Greg. Dude, we were just at his home. Yeah, it, it was crazy. We Naylor and I, Naylor, do you know Naylor? Long yep. care rookie. We're driving down the highway. We're chatting the whole time. Like you are just full of energy and we're about one mile. Cause the GPS tells you, um, where you're at. And so it's like, turn right. You know, we're like one mile. Naylor stopped talking and I stopped talking and he's like, are you nervous? I was like, yeah. He's like, I'm like, are you nervous? Like, yeah. We pull in. And I, cause I never met geek the freak. I just watched all his YouTube videos. Yep. I've never met him either. Same. So we pull into his stunning property. He did really well for himself. And, uh, we, the garage door opens and there he is. He has his blue geek to freak lawn care shirt on. And he's like, Hey guys. And we're all like looking at each other. It's weird when you meet someone or you watch someone on YouTube, like you did watching Greg and I did. And I got to go to his house. It was, it was 
uh, awesome. So yeah. anyway, and and especially for his story, you know, the what what he's been able to do. We talked about this before we started this podcast, but he, like you said, he's done very very well for himself. Yeah, he was very humble on our interview with him, guys. But he he started making these lawn care videos that Alex is going to talk about in a minute that he uh, posted. They were just so entertaining. He has a little twenty one inch mower and he's cutting grass and he's doing a voiceover for it. Now I'd watched, like it was addicting to watch him do these videos. And, uh, so he started the lawn care community online essentially. And he also had success in other videos he made with his kids that propelled him to be the number one YouTuber for like weeks at a time. And, uh, just was getting outrageous views. And, uh, so anyway, we're, we're excited for him. So you watch geek the freak on YouTube and then what happened? Yep. So I watched (laughs) geek the freak a lot. And that was, like I talked about early in my mowing days because he did all the mowing videos, right? Yeah, like right. Said, He's close to you. Oh yeah. He, where he was at the time mowing is probably about 35 minutes from where we're sitting right now. 40, yeah. 40 minutes maybe. So, and that was another cool thing. Cause he mentioned in a couple of those where he was at and I was like, holy crap, this guy's right down the road, you know? Yeah. So it was cool. But then I got more into Stan, I would say, because he was doing a lot of the landscaping and hardscaping videos. Yeah. And I just learned a lot from him. And then, you know, as, as the time went on, like you said, Greg started it. So more just started to pour in and pour in. And then yeah. I watched, you know, Blake and Keith and you go down the line, you watched everybody back. In so you're days. OG. You were watching this right as they're coming out. B&B Lawn Care. On my, on YouTube, there's like a recommendation on the right hand side. And it would yeah. say, you'd watch Greg's video. There, there was no community or there was a small community. Very small. So then on the right hand side, it would say Keith Kalfas, Stanley Dirt Monkey Genetic or B&B Lawn Care. There's only a few of them or top notch. Yep. And, uh, so Alex is one of the OGs who was in that ecosystem. I mean, it was small. All these guys have gone on to have tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands or in Greg's cases, billions of views. But back then it was a small little community. Yep. Uh, so it's cool and that it, you're a part start, of that. Yeah. And it started, you know, like you said, really small. So I was watching these guys thinking this is the coolest thing ever. Yeah. I'm learning so much. It's entertaining. It's what I want to do. And, you know, I was, I'm still young, but I was young. I was eager. I was hungry. And those yeah. videos were just awesome. It was giving me so much energy, so much juice and ideas and yeah. the whole nine. And then I went to GIE. I think I posted maybe one YouTube video or something. I don't even know if I posted one or if I just started my channel. But then we went to GIE. Because and, Greg said he was going? Or? And I met. no, it wasn't because of Greg. We just heard about okay. it through the videos. Okay. You know, a okay. lot of people were posting them. It yeah. was uh, Kevin, Fall River, yeah. and Brian, and Blake, and yeah. Stan. And I don't think Greg was even in it at that time. I think okay. that was when he had moved on by then, but this oh, is years yeah, yeah, of yeah, me yeah. watching okay, these videos. Okay, I understand. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but then we went down there and I met pretty much all those guys. Mm-hmm. I met Stan, you know, for a brief period. I hung out with Brian and Kevin and I was like- Which Brian? Uh, Brian Shane. Okay, top notch. Yeah. yeah. There's always Brian Shane, Brian Ring, yep. Brian Fullerton. Brian <laughs> Ring too. He was yeah. definitely one of the one of the OGs in there uh, with his Toro mowers way back in the day. I think he was one of the original ones. But yeah. Uh, yeah, it was just cool. And I met those guys and we got to talking about it. And I was telling them basically what I'm telling you guys right now, how cool it was. And they're like, do it, man. Get on there. And I was like, I thought about it, but I don't know. And then I jumped in and, and never stopped until six months ago. I haven't made a video for six months. But we've just been, we've been slammed. It's not that I don't want to do it. I 
playing yeah. on it. So what was your first camera? What was your first video? Were you nervous? Were you excited? What uh, was the start of it? First camera I tried to film on was like a hand-me-down that my mom had. That didn't work out. <laughs> <laughs> but then we got our hands. I think it was a GoPro was our first one, a little okay. GoPro. We used that for a while. Ended up running that over with a mower with the blades mm. on, shredded that. Mm. Moved on to a Canon, <laughs> broke one of those, got another Canon, broke a couple more GoPros. So... You know how it goes when you're when you're doing this kind of uh, filming and footage. So, what was your first video on the YouTube that you posted up I there? I think, if I remember correctly, and I'd have to look back, it was a long time ago, but I think it was a lawn care video, and it was just uh, not a time lapse, but we took a short video and just uh, sped it up and put a little bit of music to it. Little B and B from the B and B lawn care book. <laughs> took a page right out of his book, and slapped it on there. It was like a four minute video, and it was just like a set the camera on the corner while we mowed this house and put it up on there that's blake bowers there's a bmb man he would put his little gopro on the fence and then stri- beautiful stripes put some some music yeah and uh, that inspired you to do the same basically and then, exactly yeah. so you start with zero subscribers zero viewers how did the thing start to explode or or grow um i don't really know exactly there was never like one moment where we just jumped a whole bunch of subscribers it was uh-huh. slow and steady and of course like everyone says the first hundred subscribers is the hardest and that's yeah. so true yeah but i think i did have a little bit of a of a i don't want to say kickstand but i met these other guys who were in yeah. youtube and i was telling them what i was doing so i kind of instantly made friends with some of the guys who were doing what i was trying to do yeah and i think that helped i definitely got some early shout outs and things like that but i think it was just being consistent being steady and you know never lying or trying to make things look better than they are just yeah. straight up honest and if if you like it great if you don't then you know that's fine too. But I think that's what it was. And I think, I think that it was just more, um, maybe partially because I was going more the landscape direction. I Mm -hmm. think that's the natural direction. A lot of lawn care guys go to, and there wasn't, whenever I started doing landscaping videos, there wasn't as many landscaping videos out Mm -hmm. there. So I think is, it was more just having the right content at the right time Mm -hmm. more than anything else. I don't think I did anything special or like I said, I never had one video that went completely viral or anything like that. I think it was just steady and just right place, right time. Yeah. And then at what point did Instagram, uh, come into the equation? Um, shortly after YouTube, I started doing Instagram, uh, Uh with, within all those talks at the GIE and and shortly thereafter the GIE, like I said, I was very pumped up and guys like, man, you need to check out Instagram. There's just as much good stuff out there. So we jumped right on and, and kind of like jumped on the bandwagon, I guess, and started doing that as well. But I like Instagram a lot. Instagram's very fun. It doesn't take near as much time. So when you're busy, Instagram's an easy outlet to still, to still be out there and, and still show what you got going on. Awesome. We're going to kick it back to Marty in the ATL, and uh, we'll have more Alex story coming up. This industry's largest peer-to-peer-led training event is just around the corner. And if you guys are ready to bump it up a notch and lay the foundation for an incredibly successful 2021, then Entrepreneur Academy Live 2020 is an absolute must-attend event. Entrepreneur Academy Live. The fun takes place November 7th in Novi, Michigan at the Suburban Collection Showplace. This year, we have six amazing speakers, including Nick Carlson, Caleb and Brittany Allman, Corey Ballard, Jeff Joyner, Keith Calvin, and Stanley Genetic. This all-day-long exclusive conference focuses on safety training, sales training, and features live panels and demos as well. You definitely don't want to miss out. Refocus, regroup, and re-engage with us this fall at Entrepreneur Academy Live 2020. 
We're so excited to host you guys in Novi, Michigan and help propel your business to the next level. Hotels and event registration information can all be found at LawEntrepreneurAcademy.com and in today's show notes. And follow along as the excitement builds with the Instagram hashtag LAL2020. See you November 7th. From start to finish, Toro has you covered with an all-new professional lineup. Check out the Z-Master 4000 zero-turn mower. Equipped with Horizon 360, there's also a new Z-Master 2000. Grandstand multi-force attachments for every season. And a new 21-inch, 60-volt, heavy-duty walk mower. For more information, go to toro.com slash professional. toro.com slash professional. I thoroughly enjoyed watching the Toro online event last week. What a presentation. I definitely want that mower. In fact, I signed up to win that mower and haven't heard from you guys. So if somebody in the Toro marketing department could recheck to make sure that uh, Mr. Producer was the winner, wouldn't that be something? Hey, our program is just getting started. Today was part one. Here's a little sample of what's coming up on tomorrow's program. Once again, featuring Alex Nickens. But what's the kind of steps to actually make it a reality? Because lawn mowing simple. You just <laughs> try to make it a straight line right. and anyone can cut grass, but not everyone can do a backyard renovation, you know, a $20,000 backyard renovation. What, what do you think the best step to actually get to that profitable hardscaping jobs are? Well, the first thing is you got to want it. Just like anything mm-hmm. else, if you don't want it, if, if you're only going for it for the cash or for the, mm-hmm. the check at the end of it, yeah. it's not going to turn out well because it's a very detailed, it's a very, I don't want to say slow because you're constantly working, but it's a tedious, you know, yeah. there's you a use lot the word of, art. Yes, art. there's a lot of steps. And yeah, to, to have a good finished product, there has to be at least a little bit of uniqueness to your project mm-hmm. and and a lot of guys that are you know going out hardscaping every day a lot of them are employees but th- they don't see that side of it mm-hmm. and you know that's part of it taking off for you too if you want to do it and you want to do well in it i would say the you asked the first thing the first thing is is you need to get educated but you also have to want it mm-hmm. but like you said not anybody can just go out and do a hardscaping job you have been listening to the green industry podcast Thanks again to Ballard Products, Entrepreneur Academy, Jobber, and Toro for powering our Midwest Fall Tour. Support our sponsors and check out their products as we have provided the links in today's show notes. And remember, use the promo code FALLTOUR when checking out at ballard-inc.com to save 10% and use the promo code PODCAST for 10% off at launtrepreneuracademy.com. And of course, don't forget to smash that subscribe button to stay up to date with future episodes as the tour rolls on. Hey guys, Paul with a cool story from Jason in Boney Lake, Washington, as he recently purchased my rate increase letter. And here's the story he shares. I had uh, one yard, I was charging $35 uh, per cut, and it was taking me an hour every single time I was uh, working on the yard. I uh, increased the rate uh, to $50 uh, per cut, and she canceled on me initially. Called me back after a week to let me know that she's okay with the new rate and that she wanted me to keep, keep taking care of her yard. Well, Jason, thanks for sharing your testimony and 
And guys, if you want to raise the rates on your customers, you should check out my rate increase letter. It's a plug and play. It's only $20. Put your information in, email it to your customers, let them know you're raising your rates and why it's been very successful in my business for Jason up there in Washington and many others who have been using it. So check today's show notes. Marty will put the link there, get that rate increase letter and raise those rates. Uh, Using that rate increase letter uh, was fantastic uh, decision for my business.